like the people that don't get the dead, <clears throat> and I'm guilty of being one of those people. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan, but I respect them. It's because you haven't listened on LSD. Apparently, according to people that I, I see. know, you listen to the dead on LSD, and you're like, oh my God, I get it. Oh, I see. I see. Interesting. It's just, it's, it's LSD music. Yeah, like, yeah, totally. My cousin used to follow them around. <laughs> really? Okay. She followed them that around had. for, God, I want to say a couple of years. Where she was on tour, they would sell like bacon and eggs out of the car. She was a total hippie, that's, like a real super legit hippie. That's kind of sick. But um, that's rare. So I got to talk to her about like the culture. It's like it's everyone's on acid. They're all doing <laughs> so, so many of them are doing acid. Mushrooms. I want to say every one of them, but it's like it's probably half. Yeah. which is crazy for a concert. Imagine going to a concert and half the people are doing mushrooms. Like hundred percent, hundred percent of the time, half the people. I don't know if I'm. That, if Those you're, are some pros. If you're man, yelling at me that. right now, going, "It's not half," you don't know the number. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just guessing. I think it's a it's it's a psychedelic inspired music that once you're under that psychedelic, apparently it makes sense. And this is not me talking from personal experience. <laughs> Jacob to America is presented by the good people at the Podbelly Network. My fellow Americans, we are fortunate to be alive. They need them to protect us from the number one killer in history. Protect us from the central university. A study on the wide field. All right, everybody, welcome to episode 250. Art, this is 250 episodes of the Art Dang, Jacob Do America 250? podcast. 250? That's, that's, is that one of those special numbers, like 250? Like, it's a solid number, like it's, 100, 200, 250. We're a quarter of the way there to 1,000. God damn, dude. How in the world have we done this? It's been five, it's damn near five years we've been doing it. But welcome to episode 250 of the Art Jacob Do America podcast. I'm your host. In the place to be, Mr. Jacob P. And sitting right across from me is the brown recluse, Mr. Art Trail. Art, say hello to the millions. And millions. How's it going, everyone? I hope you guys are all doing well. Welcome to the Art Jacob Do America podcast. My name is Art. Um, guys, go to kmancoffee.com. Check out their entire inventory. They got the coffee beans. They got the cacao butter. They got the hibiscus tea, my personal favorite. Um, they have shirts. They have pants. They have hats. Um, Valentine's Day is over, so that sale is done they did have a sale on their hibiscus tea which i was i don't know if i mentioned that in the last episode but um whatever anyways um check it all out use promo code america at checkout to receive 15 percent off um and that's it that's all i got for you guys nice 
uh, short and sweet and to the point. Yeah. Uh, so with that said, guys, make sure you check out our other sponsor, guys. Go on, go on and head on over to SuperApparel.com and check out the great and powerful Nicole Smith Bosch's apparel line, where she has, with her own two blood diamond digging hands has painstakingly designed merchandise for your consuming pleasure. So go on over there, uh, add everything that you love into the cart. Enter promo code Art and Jacob, and Nicole will give you 10% off your entire purchase. But guys, we're not here to talk about blood diamonds. Get up, Or hibiscus teeth. Yeah, no, you're right, dude. Get up, stand up. I don't know why I was thinking about that. That was odd. That was awkward. Sorry, but- dude. <laughs> I would say fucking like sing a fucking Grateful Dead song, but I don't know. Anything. I have no idea what any Grateful Dead. I'm not even gonna pretend to be a Grateful Dead fan. Not here. Not I don't anyway. know any of their songs. I know Jerry Garcia. I know he had an ice cream flavor named after him, Cherry Garcia, which is I, not that good. I've yeah, had that I, I never had it before, but I think that's pretty impressive. Like, think of another celebrity, Betty White. Betty White vanilla ice cream. Like Betty White Power, Betty Betty White Power. Is there another celebrity <laughs> that has a, a a flavor name after them? Uh, there, I there is a pornographic joke in there somewhere, but um, I'm trying to get monetized on YouTube. I'm so trying. I'll reserve I, that I can't, from happening. You don't get you don't get demonetized for that. Uh, do you? I don't know. Anyways, um, I can't think of another celebrity that has a. Well, I, I mean, like I know, like. I know, like, uh, Stephen Colbert has, like, his, like, flavor or whatever, but not to this level where it's, like, dude, Cherry Garcia, mm-hmm. dude, like, where's Sonny Bono or something like that, Sonny Boner. <laughs> I can't think of any... It any, always ends up there, right? Yeah, I can't think of any... Yeah, I can't think of anything. Mm-mm. Yeah, no, nothing. That I'm I, sure there's, like, a, a conservative talk show host that has it. I was like, what is it, Larry Elder? <laughs> Larry Elder's, like... <laughs> I'm trying to think of like, it's just fucking frozen water. It's just ice. Frozen robitussin. <laughs> frozen robitussin. <laughs> frozen hemorrhoid yeah. cream. What's it? What, is that what he sells now? He sells no, he like, sells fucking snake oil or oh, whatever. Yeah. yeah, if you watch frozen snake oil, <laughs> if you're an ardent fucking Fox News watcher, and uh, if you're a Patreon payer, uh, yeah, <laughs> hit Larry Elder and the My Pillow guy. They got like the most fucking hilarious fucking conservative fucking commercials where they try to hawk fucking pillows. And fucking, uh, fucking multivitamins, oh, dude. <laughs> dude I, we should. This is, sounds a little too Patreon-ish, but um, Trump started his like social network today. Have you signed up for that yet? No. Well, uh, oh, isn't it like fucking? Um, it's like it's it's very MySpace. Oh, really? Yeah, it's very MySpace. But like, but it's well, you like, have like your top eight co- friends, but it, like your number one friend has to be Trump. Or Trump something? is your number one guy. He's the okay. guy who invented it all. But it's like, um. But it's like nothing but like conservative talking points. Like there's nothing. Like you can't go on there and be like, I had a great day at work today. It's nothing like that. Like you gotta get banned for that shit. Okay. Everything is like freedom of speech. Everything's like, why are Mexicans always trying to steal my lawn? <laughs> I saw one of them. He was trying to cut out a chunk of my lawn, kill them all, and like, and it gets like forty five likes or whatever. <laughs> and it's like finally a place where I can put my conservative thoughts and without being judged, where I can exercise my freedoms yeah, and yeah, jack like, off to pictures of fucking. 
fucking um, here's here's that video of Sarah Palin, the the, the Nayland Palin pornography. <laughs> oh, g- good job, Bill. Thank you for posting that. Who's that former uh, fucking MMA fighter girl that got like fired from fucking Gina Carano? Yes, uh-huh. there you go. Finally, a place where Gina Carano can oh, show her Star tits. Wars. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and she's like perfect. super conservative. Yeah, shit. she's all conservative. She's like, oh, dude, I don't understand why they let Jewish people uh, into churches anymore. <laughs> <laughs> they're all they're just burning. They're just burning at the stake, dude. They killed Christ, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's a conflict of interest. Said the joke and it, it like made me, it like it hit me down the line. Where I was like, that was pretty funny, dude. <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing as hard as I am, but I am. Yeah. Oh, I am what I am, and that's all that I am. <laughs> anyways, um, dude. but anyways, are, we're not here to talk about fucking conflicts. Dude, so many people are gonna complain. Like everything I complain about other podcasters, like, do they take so long to get to the topic? I hate that. Yeah, I am sorry. I apologize, guys. But Art, we are not here to talk about fucking <laughs> conflicts of interest <laughs> or Larry Elder snakes snake oil. Art, what are we here to talk about today? Uh, guys, we're here to talk about the Grateful Dead fan murders. I was going to call it Grateful Dead murders. I, I You know what? I, I was going to frame it as the Grateful Dead curse. Grateful Dead curse. I like yeah, that. Short and simple to the point. Occam's yeah. razor, baby. Yeah, yeah. So I'll be honest with you guys. This is a, a one that's been more popular on the internet over the last year or two in it yeah about COVID times yeah COVID times really took it off and and I'll be honest with you I think a lot of people the the person that really brings it into the light is uh for me at least I think Payne Lindsay was the person I first heard because Payne Lindsay works on the radio rental radio rental podcast and so Payne Lindsay you know every once in a while you hear like check out my other podcast um Dead and Gone right is it Dead and Gone yeah Dead and Gone which is Basically, we're covering. If you're interested in this topic, you're like, I want more of that. I want to hear more of that shit. What yeah. that interests me? Less anti-Semitic jokes, just yeah. more facts. Yeah, this uh, is the no spin zone. No spin, dude. This is this is literally the no spin zone. Like, I don't think we've ever spun anything, dude. Like, <laughs> I've never spun anything, dude. Mm-hmm. Everything every, you you hear it on this podcast. Like, we don't sugarcoat it. It's. If, hey, if the truth hurts, dude. Sorry, Jesus, dude. <laughs> Facts don't care about your feelings, dude. I told this guy at work today. Like, there's this guy. His, his name is his name is Jesus. Oh, uh, completely unrelated to the Jesus, the word our hard guy. But um, I was like, dude, you know that's not his real name, right? He's a technician where I work at. And I was like, and the other guy's like, are you serious? That's not his real name. I was like, that's just a nickname because he's a he works some miracles, dude. And he's like, are you serious? And I was like, that's a crazy, that's a sick nickname. And I was like, yeah, that's his nickname just because he works in miracles, dude. <laughs> and, I, and I don't know why I was like, I walked away feeling like so proud of myself. I was like, dude, that was such a good joke. <laughs> I was like, he'll find out down the line that Kobe. that's, yeah, I was like, that was good, dude. <laughs> find that gif of Kobe doing the thing where he like jogs down the court where he's like carrying his, his balls. balls. Yeah. yeah, that's me you're doing now, dude. Nice. <laughs> that's me walking away. Anyways, but if you are interested in this topic and you want to go more in depth and you're like, dude. That's interesting. I want to hear more about that. The Dead and Gone podcast has like 10 episodes, a 10-episode series. Yes, 10 episodes, and they they really dig deep. Uh, Art said this one time. It really stuck with me where it's just like, what do we think we're doing? We're not going to solve these true these true crime cases like whenever we cover true crime. And I was like, yeah, you're right. Like, I don't need to spend six, <laughs> six hours describing the fucking, you know, Charles Manson murders and whatnot, right? 
Uh, but these guys, they 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 do that. Like, there's uh, a case that we'll go over where somebody was most likely wrongly convicted uh, for a murder, and they actually, I think, they did the cops and the attorneys' jobs, and they actually find out who actually killed um, two Grateful Dead fans. So shout out to them and all they do. So yeah, check out you know the Dead and Gone podcast. I'll probably use like the the trailer for their podcast is the intro for this episode, just because there's not a lot out there to put on there. But um, uh, I guess a good place to start. Um, we were kind of throwing this around before we started recording. I'm not really a Grateful Dead fan, and if you were to put a gun to my head, there I couldn't name one Grateful Dead song. And we're both some ner- music nerds, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the same with you, right? Yeah, yeah. Do okay. So right off the bat, yeah, I don't. We're not Grateful Dead fans, but I gotta admit two things. They have a collection of not only is their name Grateful Dead like dope as hell like I love that like if dude if there was a car like a classic car like a 1970s like Chevy Nova I would name it the Grateful Dead because because like that's such a dope name and then their logos are amazing like that skull with that lightning bolt on mm-hmm. it I was like dude that looks sick that that looks metal as fuck that looks more metal than what most metal bands are correct and then that skull with like the the flower crown or whatever I was like dude that looks sick yeah besides the teddy bears the teddy bears are a little like i don't know i don't know if you saw those like rainbow teddy bears yeah yeah, yeah. That, that, those are actually nike shoes now oh are they okay yeah. yeah the rainbow teddy bears look like they should be on like their gummy bear like that gummy bear candy whatever those are called like subros or something yeah, yeah yeah like that should be its new logo like just get rid of that just put those like <laughs> lsd fucking yeah, gummy like, bears dude they should sell like edible gummy bears like but Grateful Dead ones and just put those little And all the red ones are Cherry Garcias. Yeah. Oh, hey, Jacob. Hey, there are marketing departments in the house. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, we're, we're thinking outside the box. There you go. Well, guys, we'll see you guys next week. Case all. Boom. Anyways, um, but yeah, I mean, this is one that there's not a lot out there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the the can is definitely open for interpretation. The, 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 the worms are out of the can. Correct. Um, so basically what we're talking about when we talk about the Grateful Dead curse, uh, Art sent me an article um, basically describing like why do so many Grateful Dead fans either end up murdered, dead, or missing? And so when you go down you know, the articles, I believe it's um, – there's a Rolling Stone article too. But uh, when you go down the, the list of um, you know uh, missing persons cases, murders, and whatnot, it's very compelling when it's framed – as such like it's like almost like a conspiracy that oh wow here's here's the grateful dead and they have these group of fans called deadheads and you know i'm sure everybody has heard of that that term a deadhead um and a deadhead basically is like one of the most hardcore dedicated fans that that's out there and basically what they do is is they you know when the grateful dead go on tour it's a group of fans that basically just dedicates their whole summer or year or life even just following the band around. And uh, most of the time, they don't even have tickets for these shows. Sometimes they don't even make it into the show. Uh, sometimes what all they do is like they're just outside and it's more or less it's a, like a mobile uh, community, you know, mm-hmm. where people they are basically setting up shop, you know, selling beads selling fucking um, ham and egg sandwiches, um, fucking, you know, selling drugs. Selling their bodies. Selling their bodies. Um, And it's funny because, like, you would think, like, oh, okay, it's just a bunch of homeless people or whatever. But I was quite amazed by the list of people that describe themselves as deadheads. Um, You get people such as fucking 
Tucker Carlson. Oh God, <laughs> this is one of those things that's like, dude, just like I'm sure you can Google like who are Rage Against the Machine fans, and it'll be like Larry Elder. Oh yeah, it's like who's that dude that uh, Ted Cruz? Ted Cruz, huge <laughs> Rage Against the Machine fan. Uh, it's like, how does that happen? Uh, but then also too, from the other side of the spectrum, you got fucking Bill Clinton, Hillary Clinton, and Nancy Pelosi. You know, describing themselves as deadhead fans, and I thought that was pretty interesting because, yeah. I mean, because yeah, they you... like to have sex with children, <laughs> <laughs> allegedly. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a, but it's like a very much a smorgasbord of people. Um, I'm pulling up the list right now. Uh, there's people obviously like Trey Anastasio, you know, from the band Fish. Because when I was looking well, up, Fish is one of those other bands that are like, you're just fucking Grateful Dead Junior, dude. Yeah, basically, yeah. It's Dinosaur just... Junior should call themselves Grateful Dead Junior. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a Bill Walton, the NBA's Bill Walton, who's very much like a hippie oh, dippy yeah, dude yeah. or whatever. Uh, but people like George R. R. Martin, the guy that wrote fucking the Game of Thrones books, um, Stephen King. Who else? Pete Carroll from you know uh, the Seattle uh, Seahawks fame, who um, also looks the the part. Like, yeah. oh, dude, oh, you're you're you don't have to say it, dude. We get it. You're a Grateful Dead fan. Uh, but then also too, like again, it goes back to like conservative pundits like Ann Coulter. Um, also too, Whoopi Goldberg, <laughs> uh, Tipper Gore, Al Gore, uh, Matt Groening, the creator of The Simpsons, Phil Jackson. Phil uh, Jackson, another dude that didn't have to tell us that. Yeah, Steve we Jobs. Uh, who else? Uh, Larry Page. Uh, yeah, but, but yeah, fucking Patrick Leary. Uh, people like that or whatever, right? Uh, but it's it's weird though. It's like this dedicated fan group. Again, like I said, like they'll just do whatever just to follow them around, and it's not so much like. When we, me and you, when we go to a concert, our whole our whole goal is to get to the front, you know, watch you know Trent Reznor do his performance or whatever, or, you know, get to the front and watch you know James Hetfield, you know, like you know how he's gonna play this and whatnot. Uh, but at like a Grateful Dead show, it's more about the experience in the community, and um, a lot of the fans they were talking about, like it's almost like a spiritual awakening. And then another word that they use is like synchronicity, where like one fan was talking about how she, in her mind, she was pregnant, and in her mind she had the name of the child being the name of one of uh, the Grateful Dead songs, and as synchronicity would play out, while she was at the show, or rather in the parking lot while the show was going on, the Grateful Dead, they were actually playing that song as she was giving birth to her child. And that's obviously what they named the child after. But, um, yeah, a lot of weird, like, woo-woo shit like that. Very spiritual. Obviously, the Grateful Dead, they're very much invested in, you know, psychedelic drugs like LSD, acid, yeah. and things like that. So you get, like, a lot of a lot of those type of people going to uh, Grateful Dead shows. Yeah, I've, I can't even imagine, like, um, going, to, going to a show like that, like... I feel like every show I've been to is like, like metal or whatever. Like you're like at that point where like you leave the show and you're drenched in sweat and you don't want to do this for the for like another like two months at least. You know you no, need yeah. about a two man two month gap. Um, so I can't imagine like these people that travel night after night for this. I gotta listen to this band. I'm gonna listen to them on my way home, but 
Um, what song was it? I, I'm I'm like reading popular songs and like they have a song called Bertha. I think that's like the only like human name that I can see because all the other ones are like Dire Wolf, Ship of Fools. Like what? I think <laughs> it was boss, Dire Wolf. Big Boss Man. Hello, Big Boss Man. <laughs> Welcome to this earth. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Grows up and becomes a professional wrestler. Yeah, I was like, uh. My name is actually Donald Trump, actually. So you could just call me that. I don't. I don't go by Big Boss Man anymore. <laughs> um, yeah, that, I gotta check it out, dude. I, like, there's like this new movement now of like this like dad rock movement, which you know they started that like dad rock movement, which I think is super interesting. Like, I I get the appeal to it, these shows where like you go and everyone's smoking weed and just hanging out and like vibe mm-hmm. into it, and I'm like, I I like this. This is pretty cool. But at the same time, like, it's a little too mellow. Like, it doesn't yeah. it doesn't appease like a certain aspect of of my. I of need my, a lot of hatred, aura. a lot yeah. of gangsterism and shit. Yeah. Like, if it, if I it, can't do it every day. Once a week, I'll do it. All the other days, I'm like, you know what? I, I just p- fucking put on like the Chronic already, dude. Like, yeah, I, I, pretty hate machine. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I gotta I gotta have some dissonance in my life yeah. and shit. But no, you're very much right. The Grateful Dead is like the epitome of like hippie rock that's the best way i could put it yeah it's cool though yeah yeah i i mean i i appreciate like there's musical genres that like like that like i want to respect like i want to respect like ravers right but i just can't like i'm like this is a joke like everything about this is a fucking joke (laughs) like like this whole like this whole act that you put on like this whole dancing like nobody fucking does that like all this glow in the dark (laughs) bullshit this shit that I can suck it on pacifiers. Yeah, it's like all this bullshit. Like, get out of here with all, all this whole raver culture. Like, I can't stand it, dude. I, I, I know it's not like an old man right now. Yeah, you do. But like, yeah. raver culture has been around since I was young, and I hated it then, and I hate it now. And it just the more I see it, the more I'm like, dude. Like, and to me, it's not not even much. It's about hating it. It's just a matter of like, oh, okay, that this is not for me. Like, yeah. I cannot imagine like myself like following a band around. Not showering, yeah. Fucking selling I beads, can, beads Pink out of fucking granola. pubic hair and shit. Making love to a different woman every day. <laughs> <laughs> I could see myself doing that, dying at age like thirty-five. Oh yeah, I was gonna say like, dude, I, I wouldn't make it twenty-five if I was a Grateful Dead fan, dude. <laughs> if I was a Grateful Dead fan, I would. You would be reading about me right now, dude. Yeah. Like, I just wouldn't do it. I have Art's ashes right yeah. here on the table. Yeah, what you, he just died. Dude, he wasn't even killed. He just choked on granola, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, but anyways, um, with this, you know, with this culture uh, comes a lot of tragedy. Um, uh, you know, just for example, uh, in 1996, uh, there was uh, Bridget Lee uh, Pendle uh, Williamson, age 23, just vanished off the face of the earth yeah. after following the Grateful Dead. Um, in 1989, 19-year-old Adam Katz, uh, his unconscious body was found outside of the New Jersey Meadowlands Arena uh, by Route 120 uh, and died the next day. A medical review uh, showed that um, he, he committed suicide uh, by taking a lot of LSD, uh, but later you know, inquiries showed that it was actually from blunt force trauma, and witnesses said they witnessed you know, sketchy things happen with security, after the show. So this was like a big thing as well that I kept seeing, like a reoccurring theme where like, you know, after a show would be done, a lot of Grateful Dead fans would not want to leave. And so with that said, 
you know, a lot of like uh, police that were hired to do security, a lot of volunteer security, uh, just security in general were very hostile towards, you know, the this uh, commune of hippies. So you would see like a lot of violence against them from, uh, you know, the thin blue line, if you will. I could see that. I mean, that's a conflict of interest. <laughs> conflict of interest? <laughs> like, I mean, Get your Jewish hands off of my Savior. Keep, keep your Jewish hands away from my learning Jewish Savior, Jesus <laughs> Harold Christ. Um yeah, I don't know. I don't understand it. But anyways, yeah, I can see how like you know you have all these like hippie loving people that don't want to like have too much structure in their life, and then the complete opposite of that would be like this like authority figure that like all they want is like structure in their life. Like yeah, yeah. So I can see how those two clash very well. Yeah. And also too, uh, two thousand four, uh, Jeremy Alex, uh, who was a self described deadhead. Uh, vanished after freaking out in the front yard of a lady's house in Maine after a Grateful Dead show, uh, claimed people were chasing him. Uh, and the lady said, like, he appeared to be high on drugs. She calls the police and tells him, like, hey, you got to stay put. Like, I, I got to get you help because this sounds very serious. Uh, and then he just completely vanishes off the face of the earth until a couple of years later, uh, his ID washes ashore. And, I mean, they still don't know where he's at to this day. So you get, like, a lot. I'm just giving you guys, like, the footnotes of all of this. Like, there's literally, like, I have, like, 30 cases mm-hmm. um, written down. But, like, it's a lot of disappearances, uh, a lot of murders, uh, and a lot of, uh, you know, t- true crime, you know, shit that happens after, like, a lot of these Grateful Dead shows. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we'll get into it. We have our theories, and we I think we know, like... I talked to Jacob about my my theories of like Grateful Dead fans disappearing, but uh, you got more cases there. Sure, uh, let's get into a couple of this. Just like they're, they're kind of self-described. I mean, but it's not no point in like getting like too far into these. Uh, but in 1991, there was a murder a murdered girl on the side of the road in New Jersey, uh, and they couldn't identify her at all. Like that, and that's a big thing too. A lot of these people end up being transients or homeless or whatever because they live like that hippie lifestyle of, you know, just like selling all your possessions and just kind of living off the grid. Uh, but they can, to this day, this happened in 91, they still can't ID her. Uh, but the only thing that they were able to find on her was a Jerry Garcia tiger uh, tattoo that was on her thigh. Mm-hmm. And um, Jerry Garcia had um, this guitar and he had this design of like this, uh, it's like flash tattoo art of uh-huh. a tiger on this guitar and whatnot. Uh, and she had that on her. Uh, another one uh, was in, um, uh, in 2008, a woman's body uh, was found under a box spring. So basically under a mattress on the side of the highway in Sacramento by a fisherman. And, and she was wearing a Grateful Dead jacket. And I believe they said there was some ticket stubs to a Grateful Dead show. Um, uh, Mitchell Fred Weiser and Bonita Bucket uh, in 1993 uh, di- died while hitchhiking uh, to a Grateful Dead show. So somebody, you know, picked him up, uh, murdered and raped, you know, uh, his girlfriend and whatnot, as well as Mitchell. Um, and yeah, I mean, the list just goes on. It's either, you know, you're either getting raped, you're either getting murdered, or you're just disappearing off the face of the earth. Yeah. Um, you know, I just found, I found that if you Google Grateful Dead, one of the top searches is Grateful Dead House. I don't know what that's all about. Apparently, are they from San Francisco? Oh, yeah. Hate and Ashbury. Okay, baby. that must be like a house. Wait, what? Ashbury Street on San Francisco? 
Oh, you you know about this? Well, I don't know, like what the articles talk about the house, but yeah, like in that podcast, Dead and Gone, they uh-huh. talk about uh, the Grateful Dead house. Dude, I kind of want to check this out. I don't know. I didn't know. It, was, it just looks like a house. I do know. Is that where Jerry Garcia lives? I think they all live there. I do know, like Ken Casey, like uh, that professor that was big on LSD, mm-hmm. uh, doing like those Kool Aid experiments. Yeah. Like when he was doing those LSD experiments with the students and whatnot, his backing band for that was the Grateful Dead. And then the guy, the chemist basically, that was making the LSD. Uh, he ended up being their sound guy, <laughs> the Grateful Dead sound guy. Yeah. And so what they had basically, not only did they have like a sound guy, you know, for, you know, all their live shows or whatever, but again, he was a chemist <laughs> and he made 51 million doses of LSD specifically for the Grateful Dead and wow. their fans. That's crazy, dude. Yeah. Like... <laughs> I, I'm gonna listen to this band. So next time I get high, I'm gonna listen to the Grateful Dead, dude, and just just take zone. a Friday. I'm just gonna off. zone out. Probably sit under a tree, fucking read some some fucking mime comp. I was gonna read, <laughs> just I, dude. I can't read that well, dude. I was I I just read like when I say read, I read comic books, dude. I have okay. like a bunch of like Japanese horror. I've gotten really into like Japanese horror, like like manga. Okay. So like. <laughs> That that's my kind of vocabulary where it's only like this page is only ha- only has like fifty words on it, dude. Well, well it's gonna be <laughs> like a yin and yang. You're gonna have this like really like trippy, positive fucking Grateful Dead music, and then you're gonna have this super violent Japanese fucking yeah. oh, comic book shit. Japanese people, like, what is it about Japanese people? But their their vision of horror is like so well executed. And then I look at like American horror, and it's always like. This teenager was having sex with another teenager, and then they got stabbed. And it's like, dude, that sucks. It's because they don't believe in God. Yeah, that's true, dude. Yeah, There's I a think... conflict of interest here, dude. <laughs> they let the Jewish people attend. Uh... You listen to the Jewish tongue, and now you've been cursed, dude. <laughs> um, but real quick, uh, two case, two final cases. I'll kind of like peruse over. Uh, but in 1995, there was a car accident between two men. Uh, one was, you know, the driver of the Volkswagen uh, van, and then the other was the hitchhiker. Uh, but the the guy that was driving the van, they were able to ID and whatnot. Uh, but the hitchhiker, they couldn't ID. He was called Grateful Doe for mm-hmm. many, many, many years. Uh, but basically, his face was unrecognizable. Uh, but they did find two ticket stubs uh, in his jacket, uh, signed by two girls uh, with a note in there with a drawing of Jerry Garcia. Um but for many years, they couldn't identify him uh, until 2015, where this, this is like where like the Internet starts to come together, where I think it was uh, his name's Todd Matthews, who describes himself as the first like Internet sleuth. Mm-hmm. Um, he basically gets like this group together. It's like kind of like that. Don't mess with cats group or whatever. Um, check that on Netflix if you don't know what I'm talking about. But they all get kind of get together like this online community of deadheads and they pretty much identify uh, this kid as Jason Callahan and um, they were able to take some of the DNA, the past DNA from 1995 and match it against his mom's DNA. And they were able to find like a hundred percent match to this Jason Callahan um, person. But uh, the, the crazy thing about that case is, is that they didn't find any drugs in either one of their systems. Uh, they didn't find any distraction per se 
of why the van crashed. It just, just like all of a sudden it just veered off the road, like all of a sudden and just crashed into two trees. Like we don't know what happened there. It's just this wild mystery. Uh, also too, the big one that dead and gone podcast covers for like eight episodes is, uh, the murder of Mary Goya and Greg Kniffen. Uh, and basically they were living in a homeless encampment called Rainbow Village in San Francisco. So when the Grateful Dead aren't touring or whatever, and they're in the studio, like, tinking around, dropping some, like, super dope LSD with some Cherry Garcia edibles and shit, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, all you know, they need a place to go. And so there was this community called Rainbow Village in San Francisco. It's basically just like a homeless commune, right? Uh, they, they end up uh, finding their body, you know, floating around in the San Francisco Bay. Uh, long story short, uh, the police just arrest like this random black guy that was in the commune and he had like the greatest name ever. It was, it was his name was Ralph <laughs> international Thomas. Like that oh, is wow, a, that's real, a beautiful name. That is a real government name right there. It's like the, who's the guy that, uh, for my name is Earl. I don't know what that actor's name is. Um, Jason you know, something, right? You know, the, okay. But you know the actor, right? My yeah, name, yeah. I never actually watched the show, but, uh, I think he named his daughter, uh, pilot inspector. <laughs> and I was like, dude, that's such a cool name. Like, yeah. I don't even know what that means, but it sounds cool. Yeah, he was probably he was or, probably or son. Acid. I don't remember. That's as I said, I was like, that's more of a boy name. Yeah, pilot inspector. Yeah, that's a good name for a boy. Um, or who was the what was the Grateful Dead song? The oh, I just said it a little while ago. I can't remember it. Oh, Big Boss. Or... Yeah, Big Boss Man. <laughs> Big Boss Man. <laughs> it's their daughter. It's like, oh, oh, hey, call your daughter, call your sister, Big Boss Man. Uh, <laughs> hey, you're in trouble, dude. Hey, dude, you're in trouble. Hey, hey, don't, act, hey, don't look at me that way, dude. <laughs> you're in trouble. My big sister, you, Mr. Boss Man's coming. Hey, you're in trouble for retweeting the, the South will rise again, dude. <laughs> you can't, you can't retweet that, dude. People get canceled. The Mr. Pillow, dude, he got canceled. <laughs> My pillow. <laughs> I, anyway. <laughs> Anyways, so um, the, uh, Ralph International Thomas, he gets arrested and convicted uh, for the murder of these two uh, teenagers, basically. They were huge deadhead fans. And um, as the years go on, like the case and conviction don't make any sense at all. There's absolutely no evidence linking uh, Ralph International Thomas to the, these murders. It was basically like just a, an instance of... Um, basically systemic racism we're just like ah we got these two teenagers that showed up in the san francisco bay mm-hmm. what there was a black man living in the community arrest him Uh-oh. and they, they had no fucking evidence against officer him. jesus is on the case <laughs> <laughs> and deputy jordan here we go dude lock him up dude <laughs> check his emails hey but you know what dude like, why are they always going after Trump, dude? Like, stop fucking persecuting Trump. Trump is the new Christ, dude. They're trying to crucify Trump on the cross, on the, on the Jewish cross, dude. <laughs> and, 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 like, the media is like the cross, dude. That's the metaphor, dude. Think about it that way. Dude, that's deep. Yeah. Anyways, what you got? Uh, but anyways, um, as it turns out, and as Dead and Gone, like, goes over on this case, uh, there's actually, like, somebody that, you know, within the commune, a fellow deadhead, if you will, a, a fellow drug dealer uh, within the community because that was a big thing too that you made your money is you sold LSD and heroin and cocaine to your fellow deadheads or whatever uh, they actually you know track that person down who they believe that actually killed these two teenagers but it was a really sad instance where it's just like oh wow like just because this guy was black 
in in this community. He was the one that was arrested. He spent the rest of his life in jail, died, you know, with a pending appeal. So it was a super sad instance, but it was just like one of those like stiff reminders of just like, yeah, you might say you're you're liberal and whatnot or whatever in this like hippie community or whatever, but you know, racism still exists with oh, that, yeah, that, yeah. that 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 <laughs> racism, dude. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, uh so I mean, obviously you you've mentioned a lot of the cases now. Correct. Right? Yeah. And um I told you before we started recording this, you know, a lot of the common denominators always fall on, like, they were hippies, they were traveling, they were following the Grateful Dead, taking LSD, like, very trusting group of people. I mean, very quickly, I think most people come to the to the realization, is like, these people are putting themselves in, like, very dangerous situations. Like, these, there's a reason why, like, like, most car accidents happen for to people that are like from like 18 to 26 years old like there's a reason your insurance rate is always going to be higher in that age group because your likelihood of being a bad driver is really high in in that in that range and i feel like the likelihood of you overdosing on drugs being murdered like just going into the woods and never coming back type of thing from being a Grateful Dead fan because you decided to like go live off the grid or whatever. Yeah. Is really high because like you're putting yourself in these really like high risk situations. And I'm not trying to justify murder. I'm not saying like you, you're, you, you did this yourself, dude. Like, you know, I'm not victim blaming anybody, but, um, I mean, the reality is we still live in this like very dangerous and like cruel world. Correct. And I think that that's, that's the issue. Like I, I know they want to put themselves in this place where you disbelieve that, um, that everyone's cool and everyone's out there just trying to like share, pass the duchy to the person on your left. But that's not the reality with truck drivers. Like truck drivers that are, I, I've always had this theory that, that most serial killers, at least, I, I would say like most serial killers that are active today in the United States are probably truck drivers. That's my theory possible uh just because they probably live a very isolated life without very little supervision and i think a lot of people see you know a truck driver sees uh you know a sex worker or sees a grateful dead fan they're like this is easy prey like Mm -hmm. like i'm gonna kill this person and not only that but you're going across many 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 small jurisdictions like that's the thing as well like you got to understand uh, we covered this like with a zodiac killer um, topic where police did a very horrible job. Even uh, a couple episodes ago, where it was uh, David, um, what's his name, the Super Bowl guy? Um, <clears throat> oh, um, I know what you're talking about. Sorry, I know yeah, we yeah. just covered just, it. Just go back like that two, was three. a weird case, by the way. I I still think about that, and I'm like, what was he doing in Washington? Yeah, exactly. But like because it spanned across many different jurisdictions, and this is a time frame. Where like police departments didn't really have either the budget or the energy, you know, to, you know, reach out, you know, to their brethren, you know, like 2000 miles away or even fucking, you know, the next county over, you know, you're not going to get a lot. A lot of these cases are going to go cold uh, just due to lack of communication. So you got that going for you as well. Um, I told you before we started uh, recording um, within the podcast, um, they were talking about 
it gets like really woo woo in between like in them talking about like the case mm-hmm. uh, about you know uh, Mary Goya and uh, Gray Kniffen. But um, they get they were talking about like the Grateful Dead's music and how like they spread like this message of like peace, love, and joy, uh, and that you know there's something to their music where it kind of makes the fan base a little bit more docile and people who don't get the music it's because you know they don't you know they're not active participants in the music and by active participants i'm talking about you know dropping lsd doing mushrooms um doing dmt basically doing like what joe rogan does right opening up that third eye if you will uh being um opening up your sensories basically and you brought this up in the multiverse episode where like our senses, like our sense of touch and our sense of smell and our eyesights or whatever, it's pretty much dulled. Our brain is kind of like a filter to what things actually feel like. Uh, the colors that are out there, like our eyes, you'll filter out a lot of that stuff because it'd be too crazy if we saw like, I guess what the real, what the real sense was supposed to be. But I guess like LSD and DMT kind of like opens you up to all those extra sensory um, feelings. And so what the podcast kind of did or talked about in a roundabout way was that, you know, our, our years of evolution made it that way because if a caveman was to look at this beautiful flower that had like rays of sunshine um, gusting all over it. And then it, it was just so soft to the touch. Like it made you orgasm. If you spent too much time on that flower, a saber toothed tiger was going to come out and eat you. So like our evolution basically said, oh, okay, we're going to dull this down where it's just like, Oh, that's pretty. I'm going to move on. So the saber toothed tiger doesn't fucking eat me. And what I was thinking in my head, I was like, dude, that's a perfect analogy for what's going on at these grateful dead concerts. Cause you have, thousands of kids and young adults you know dropping acid smoking a little weed uh at the at the least fucking drinking like a six pack of Coors Light or whatever Mm. basically making yourself a sitting duck for the saber-toothed tigers out there in the world um one element like the whole drug element yeah that's cool to have like this idea that you know you know that acid and LSD is kind of the answer let's open up your third eye or whatever that's cool and all, but like when you do it in that kind of situation where it's like kind of unsupervised, right? Um, I feel like that that lets in a lot of wolves in sheep's clothing, right? A drug dealer is going to see that and be like, "Oh wow, here's thousands of new customers, and I can take advantage of all of them." And if they fucking fuck me over, because none of them have money per se, yeah. For yeah. fuck's sakes, you know they're selling like pubic hair fucking jewelry, you know. Yeah, yeah, and I, yeah. I wish that was a joke, but that's like real yeah. shit or whatever. That's pretty cool though. They're <laughs> they're selling fucking. Dude, Kanye West sells like fucking Happy Meals boxers, and you know Ben's gonna buy them. It's like <laughs> it's like oh, he's a genius, dude. It's, it's, you don't get it, dude. Like he's fucking, he's a genius, dude. Like he he sells his his used condoms, dude, and he makes shoes out of them. <laughs> no, it's called mental illness, everybody. There's a difference between <laughs> artism and autism. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I've been working on that one all week. Um, dude, we should make a we should make a shirt that says. <laughs> it just says like artistic, <laughs> artistic, not autistic. <laughs> Autistic, not artistic. Artistic awareness. You know those shirts that say like it'll be like a city. It'll be like Cincinnati versus everybody. Like every city has a version of yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. We gotta come up with something like that where it's like autism versus everybody. 
<laughs> Autism is undefeated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man, it, sh- it should be like a whack ass disease, like something like like osteoporosis. Osteoporosis versus everything. <laughs> 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 oh man, emphysema. <laughs> What's that one disease where like your skin just hurts? <laughs> Shingles? Shingles versus everyone. <laughs> uh, I'm sure a lot of people suffer from shingles. I'm sorry. Dude. Yeah, fucking. <laughs> I eat the wrong cheese. I get a fucking uh, bad skin. But um, no, no. I was thinking that, though. Like, I was just like, holy shit. Like, yeah. Like, it's like you're a sitting duck, basically. If, if, if all these people are concerned with, like, free love, yeah. Like you're gonna get a lot of rapists out there or whatever, right? Like you you mentioned it earlier, like having a having a different yeah, sexual yeah. partner every day. Yeah, a fucking a sexual predator is gonna like oh, fucking. Somebody's gonna shot. hear them and be like, "Oh, dude, hey, Seuss, what are you doing here? I didn't know you were a Grateful <laughs> Dead fan. Why are you wearing your pink suit again? She's like, oh, I'm a Grateful Dead fan. Trust me. <laughs> oh, I like all these women with long armpit hair. <laughs> I like this." <laughs> 16 herbs and spices. <laughs> oh, with Big Rich playing. Uh, what? What are you talking about? You're at the wrong show. Uh, yeah. But, um, yeah, to me, like, that's a lot of it. It's just like, oh, wow. This, this, that's why you have, like, a lot of fucking missing persons and murdered, you know, people and, and rapes and whatnot. Just because I feel like the hippie dream, it's a nice idea, but, like, in practice, it doesn't work. Yeah. No, I agree. I think that, um, you know, everything in life is checks and balances, and I think that these people are, like, so far in this direction, this, like, granola. And it's beautiful. It's a beautiful idea, but it's just, like, you know, there's, you, you know, the the saber-toothed tiger still exists out there. Mm-hmm. It just evolves to different dangers, and if you're not present of all the dangers around you, I mean, I love to live in a world where there's no danger, and, like, you, you wake up happy, and, like, nobody has to go to work. We all just fucking, like hug each other and, like, build each other's homes out of the kindness of our hearts. Yeah. And, like, we all bake bread and eat soup at the end of the day together and, like, everybody just does. Pubic hair jewelry, yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh, I made you this necklace. It's made out of my pubes for the last 17 months, dude. (laughs) I need a ginger pubic hair so I can make uh, it a little bit more colorful. But, unfortunately, things like diseases, people eat bats and spread COVID and, like, you know, that stuff, you can't. Avoid that stuff. It's 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 human nature, you know. Jesus was bitten by a radioactive monkey, and, <laughs> and that's a thing. That's how we got AIDS. Yeah. So like, <laughs> I was like, now there's one that says AIDS, AIDS versus Jesus. <laughs> it's one of those like box, like like tail of the tape, like boxing masters. But find like a picture of Jesus where he's just like, like you know, he takes a lot of pictures of like fighters and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like, it's just, like they're standing like that, like they're boxing, but they're both smiling. Yeah, so yeah. So it'd be that, like regular Jesus <laughs> smiling, and then the other one is just like you cut out that boxer's body, but you just turn it into like I don't know, just like green dots or something, and it's, like that represents AIDS, <laughs> AIDS versus Jesus. <laughs> That's a new pod. That's my side podcast where I just like tell <laughs> random stories about <laughs> fictional things that will never happen. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> I feel like someone's listening to this. And is like I have no idea who this Jesus is. So I have I did none of this is landing, dude. <laughs> Check out the Words Are Art podcast. It'll explain everything you need to know. I gotta check out that podcast. <laughs> oh shit anyways dude so like what what are your i mean obviously we're kind of the same wavelength on this one of like 
yeah, these people are definitely dying, but it seems to be like not a missing 411 type of scenario. And it goes back to what I was talking to you about before we started recording. It's all about framing. So when we when we introduced this topic, you know, to the listeners at the beginning of this episode, which is like this conspiracy where all these Grateful Dead fans end up missing or murdered yeah, or, yeah. or raped on the side of the highway or whatever. When you hear that, you're like, oh my gosh. And that framing kind of conditions your mind to think like, oh, there's something crazy afoot here. Yeah. But like, if you were to like do one of these like collectives, like write down a list of like Master P fucking uh, fans that fucking went missing or got murdered or raped or got gonorrhea. biscuit fans with fucking gonorrhea. With dude. HPV. Yeah, dude. Dude, I remember in, in, like a long time ago, back in like 2002, when like the internet was still like blowing up, I uh, I, I found this list of like celebrities that had like herpes, and Fred Durst was on there. I was like, Fred Durst has herpes? Oh damn, dude, that's so disappointing. But then it's like now it makes sense. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah like, no he shit. He is kind of the face of herpes. So like, <laughs> herpes versus Fred Durst. <laughs> herpes versus everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, yeah, no, he is the face of somebody photoshopped Fred Durst fighting herpes, like one giant herpy, a giant like zit or whatever. Like, yeah, dude, he's gonna have to play fucking Floyd Mayweather in that boxing match because you don't want herpes touching you one bit, dude. Yeah, don't touch me on the lips, herpes. Oh, dude, Floyd Mayweather is definitely a guy that has battled his fights. I'm trying to think of like something that he definitely gonorrhea. Gonorrhea. You think he's a gonorrhea guy? Oh yeah, he's he's it's it's hurt when he's he definitely been with a lot of. He has like seventeen kids, doesn't he? Yeah, I know he pays like a lot of child support. Yeah, one of his wives died under suspicious circumstances. Oh yeah, he's also like you know he's one of those dudes. He is the face of like spousal abuse yeah. and like you know women. If if you're a woman and your dude is hitting you, in all in all seriousness, like you need to just leave that dude. You yeah. know he don't love you. Uh, but to to our point, I'm glad you went down like the sports thing. Like if you were to do like a whole list of like athletes and uh, domestic abuse or whatever, yeah, yeah, like yeah. you you would have a very long list. Last episode I mentioned Des Des Bryant, I think who beat his own grandmother. Floyd yeah. Mayweather beat his own wife. Uh, we need to do an episode about Tyreek Warren... Hill who beat his own children or and Adrian Adrian Peterson who whipped his kid. Chris Benoit, like all these like fucking like all these. Who did Chris Benoit beat? He. Killed his son and his wife. Oh fuck! That's <laughs> right. And then he like killed himself on the exercise machine with the Bible open. Yeah. Oh Jesus Christ! That's so sad. Yeah, but I mean, you can make a list out of that, you know, and like that's per- pretty much like '80s conservative like cancel culture right there, right? Like take any any genre of music. I, I mentioned before we started recording, like Motley Crue fans and their shockingly high rates of DUIs. Oh, dude, have you seen that, uh, the uh, Tommy Lee, Pamela Anderson Lee Oh, that movie? Hulu? Yeah. yeah. Have you watched it? Oh, yeah. I, I'm only like on episode two. I wasn't feeling it. I was like, oh, it's not for me, but it is pretty interesting. Yeah. The the girl that plays Pamela Anderson, like she does like a really yeah, good job. Yeah, she looks just like her and he like she like really acts like her and talks like her and yeah. she's British, but she acts like a fucking... Yeah. Chick from like Malibu and shit. Yeah, yeah. Crazy stuff. But anyway, sorry, what were you saying? No, I just feel like you can you can uh put together a list of any person's uh fan base and kind of make like a and if you frame it right, you can make it into a conspiracy. Yeah, definitely. I agree. You know, if there was like a, a common denominator, right? If like all of these Grateful Dead fans were were found dead, 
and like under suspicious circumstances, and there was like a note left behind saying like this is the fucking Riddler, uh, I strike again type of thing. Then you have a, a interesting case, but this clearly just feels like multiple people putting themselves in multiple different scenarios of danger mm-hmm. and hitchhiking. I mean, come on, like that's like one of the to me like one of the riskiest things you can do. Right? Oh yeah, right? and we're not talking about fucking like boss rooting you know hitchhiking or whatever no we're talking about like little like like 98 pound like homeboy and his like 78 I, I pound girlfriend think, i always think like dude hitchhiking like the person that picks up a hitchhiker already like there's gotta be a screw loose the person that goes hitchhiking there's gotta be a screw loose like i just i can't understand the whole hitchhiking thing like how do you put yourself in those dangerous situations? That's a tough one, dude. Yeah, no, I I wouldn't pick up one, and I definitely I'd probably just if I got fucking if I got uh my car broke down in the middle of Nebraska, my ass is fucking walking to Missouri. <laughs> oh no, I agree. <laughs> I, I as soon as I have cell phone reception, I'm calling the Uber and just like oh, yeah. grinding it out, dude. Like triple A. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm legitimately just like call. I'm just gonna like fucking call in the favor and be like, yo, I'm going to join a Facebook friends group of like Larry Elder fans and be like, hey, can one of you, can one of my El- Larry Elder fam, Elderites, <laughs> one of the elder heads, <laughs> come pick me up from Nebraska? Like I'm stuck over here. I was just trying to get to an anti-abortion clinic to like stop them from aborting me. <laughs> in the future i'm i'm also a time traveler and then right away like they're sold because like they believe in that kind of stuff and they bring you a blanket and hot chocolate yeah dude and some this snake oil pills weird <laughs> <laughs> did we take fucking lsd i don't before know this episode is pretty weird though um but i mean <laughs> yeah all all of that said or whatever and um i kept trying to find like you know the cases and like flush them out a little bit and the the thing that to me like was more interesting than like the fans ended up missing. Granted, I think like like you said, we both agree. Not to keep beating this down, like you put yourself in those positions, this shit's gonna happen. Uh, but the Grateful Dead curse uh, doesn't just stop with the fans. I guess it spills over to the keyboardists. Uh, I believe they had four different keyboardists that oh. died under so suspicious circumstances. And to me, this was like the more interesting of it. Uh, Ron McKernan. I guess it was like the original uh, keyboardist and one of the members of the 27 Club. I do believe he also dated Janis Joplin as well, who also died at age 27. Uh, he died of liver failure, um, all like all out of the blue and shit. Drinking too many rock stars. Yeah, there you go. Um, <laughs> in more ways than one. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> true. Um, and then also, too, um, their next uh, keyboardist, uh, Keith uh, Godshocks, I want to say, uh, he died in a car accident uh, at age 32. Uh, Brent Mid- Midland uh, dies at age 37 from an overdose. And then the next keyboardist, uh, Vince Wellnick, dies at 55 years old due to apparent suicide. Um, under, you know, just all out of the blue as well. So I guess if you're a keyboardist for the Grateful Dead... Uh, you got that curse looming over you as well, which to me, like I said, I didn't. You, there's no way to really, you know, put a finger on that. Just out of all of the members, the keyboardist just automatically just ends up dying, all out of the blue after a couple of years of being in the band. To me, that was more uh, woo woo than the actual fan base. Man, that is weird. Uh, I was trying to think of like other keyboards. I know the keyboard player for the Mars Volta died. 
like multiple keyboards and the the keyboard player for Queens of the Stone Age died of cancer. Like just random things that are just like they're not all like, oh dude, they were on drugs and they fucking jumped out of a balcony, dude. Yeah. Jim Morrison style. Or fuck, even Dimebag Daryl, like he dies on stage, like from a fan yeah. blowing his head off because he was mad that he left Pantera and shit. Yeah, like, dude, you gotta get back in Pantera. If you don't get into Pantera, I'm gonna fucking. I don't kill care you, if dude. Phil Anselmo is an anti Semite and a racist. <laughs> dude, I love Phil Anselmo, man. <laughs> I don't know why my voice sounded like Bill Clinton right now, but <laughs> like, this is a weird episode. I, I always think, like, well, first of all, I hate the guy. I, I'm not a Pantera fan, but. um, You hate Dimebag? No, no, I, I don't like Phil. Phil. Okay, yeah. okay. So I always think he's kind of a yeah, douchebag. Yeah, those are two opposite people right yeah, there. Yeah, I always think he's kind of a douchebag. Um, but um, my favorite thing about him was when he, I guess he was on stage and he was saying like white power on stage and all this stuff. And um, <laughs> he was like, oh, dude, I was saying it's a joke because it's like white wine. I drink a lot of white wine. So I'm like, dude, the power of white wine. So I kept saying white power. And I was like, dude, that to me is like, there's so many like fucking like, you're just doing like word yoga right there where it's like, oh, let me try to fix this really quick without saying I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just think he's funny for saying that whole like white power, white wine stuff. I don't know. Yeah. Just funny. He's a cool guy though. I don't know why I retweets him so much. <laughs> <laughs> I got to stop retweeting that guy. <laughs> All right. Or do you, before the LSD uh, wears off, do you have anything else? Uh, no, that's it. I just wanted this episode to be fun. Um, had a long week. I had a very difficult week, so I just wanted to come here and laugh. And it is pretty late at fun. night too. So yeah, I mean that's that's. I think I achieved my goal of laughing on this episode a lot of times. So yeah, you hit it up like right out at the beginning. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, you know, man. Fucking conflict of interest. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is good. This is definitely. I always think like if the episode isn't going to be like Zodiac Killer, then let's just have fun with it, man. I just want. I just want to. I want people to enjoy. It. I know Ross told me he he compared our podcast to. Um, some podcast. I know he said that you listen to that podcast. It's not a podcast that I listen to, but I guess like he's like you guys are like them, but like every time that they have like this guest on, like they're always like pretty funny and you guys remind me of like whenever you guys have that guest on every on every episode and I'm like, "Thanks, dude. Like I don't know what you're talking about, but I really appreciate that. Like the fact that you 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 think that highly of us." So Okay. You're going to appreciate that. Have to dig into those texts and see what I got to ask him. He it was I'm sure he's listening right now, or like you know, this will be like on a Tuesday morning for him. He'll be listening to him. He's like, "Dude, I said you were like Uncle Cheeto or something like that." Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Art, um, that's it, man. Tell your mommy, Boo Boo Tooth Shallots, but Jack Shallots, but Warren. Thank everyone to listening. Everyone that listens. Everyone on Podbelly. I'm sure Jacob has some shoutouts. There you go. Uh, so with all of that said, guys, if you want to get at us on the social medias, guys, head on over to Art and Jacob Do America everywhere but Twitter. We are at Art and Jacob Do A1. Yes, I know I can change it, but God damn it, that's how a steak is done, and it's funny as fuck to keep that joke rolling. So Correct. Uh, with that said, guys, if you want to help support this podcast, help us buy more DMT and LSD and um, some wacky tobacco to have some more fucking off-the-wall episodes like this one that you're listening to right now, head on over to patreon.com slash America, where $1 a week will get you a bonus episode. Or one episode, no, $1 a month, I should say. I'm sorry. It's been a long week. It's late. I'm tired. This yeah, fucking LSD is running off. Um, <laughs> that, all that Cherry Garcia I fucking ate before. Dude, I kind of want to buy, like, 
some uh, Cherry Garcia ice cream. I don't know if that's still available. We should have just done that before fucking the episode. Like, yeah. it just went to Albertsons and bought some Cherry Garcia. Yeah. If you guys want to help us buy some Cherry Garcia, go to the Patreon, donate $1 a month, and $1 a month will get you a bonus episode every single week. There you go. That came out perfect. Uh, where nine times out of ten, those episodes come out better than actual episodes that you're hearing for free. So if you dig this episode and all the silliness that it is, Art and I had recorded a Patreon beforehand, which was just as good, uh, if not better. Probably a little yeah. bit better, like given how wacky this episode's yeah, been. Yeah, this episode's wacky, dude. Yeah, it is. But I had fun, baby. Uh, head on over there. If you want to support us in any other way, guys, head on over to artandjacobdoamerica.com. Follow the merch links that Art has graciously supplied. Uh, that'll lead you to our merch store where you'll find four different designs uh, up on the store. Uh, and it's not so much to monetarily help us, but to get the good word out. Kind of like how the Grateful Dead did. They, they didn't really make a lot of money throughout their career, uh, but due to good marketing and good logos and whatnot, uh, and their fans just wearing their merch everywhere they went, they were walking billboards uh, for the RJ or for the Grateful Dead. <laughs> Dude, we should steal their logo, that skull <laughs> logo, and just write Art and Jacob do America. Or just give them googly eyes or some yeah. shit. Or the teddy bears. Or yeah, there you go. Eh, I'm not... I'll, no, dude, let's just steal the whole skull. Like, yeah, and then yeah. we just say it's parody law. There you go. We're good stealing stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could do it in Microsoft Paint. I'm, I don't feel like spending fucking $14 a month to get fucking Adobe whatever. But anyways, head on over there. Be a walking billboard. Support us with the merch. If you want to hear other great podcasts and uh, podcasts that are just as good, if not better than us, head on over to podbelly.com. Check out the great, powerful Sofa King podcast. They did not do this episode yet, but I'm sure they will. Uh, they'll say white power a few times, and then Dave's uh, half black ass will probably laugh at that. Huh. Uh, but uh, he'll get into uh, even more detail than we did. So shout out to Professor Dave Moten for that. Uh, check out my homeboy Eddie's podcast. Uh, at the RRBG podcast, as well as the Comedy Store Pod, Pod Comedy Store Wrestling Podcast, uh, where every week he'll have somebody from you know either the mixed martial arts world or the wrestling world. This uh, past episode, this first episode, he had uh, the War Master Josh Barnett on there, as well as a Comedy Store comedian uh, Jesse Johnson, I believe her name is. Uh, she was with the Kill Tony band. Uh, she'll have he'll he will have those people on, as well as his co-hosts. Uh, paid regular at the comedy store, Mr. Earl Skakel. Great episode. Uh, he shouts out the Booker T story that I gave him uh, the <laughs> week before last. Uh, so check that out. Support him and everything that he does. But with that said, guys, I'm done. I know Art's done. I know. I'm just tired. It's been a long week. Yes. It's time to tune in and check out. So with that said, guys, goodbye and good night. <laughs>